Let's get it. Welcome to Chalk Talk. I'm your host, Jack Hampton. This is my co-host, Cooper Neal. What's up? What's up, Cooper? How you doing, my guy? As always, surviving and thriving. How are you? I'm good, man. I love to hear that. We have so very much to get into today, including LeBron James breaking his silence on the Warriors rumors. We're going to tell you what he had to say and why. We're also going to touch on another NBA coach fired this season. Let you know who the hell that is. Meanwhile, this is our first weekly show without NFL Jack in the Box kicking it off. But we aren't done covering NFL football, are we, no, Coop? No, because no. Cooper brought a handful of teams to begin NFL offseason preview. Be sure to tune in to the end of the episode for that. But first, NBA All-Star Weekend just wrapped up, and we're going to play a little NBA fact or fiction. There was so much about this All-Star Weekend that was dog shit, but there was some good, and we're going to find the silver lining. But first, let's really find a solution to this All-Star game. I think it's monetary. We saw how LeBron James and the Lakers performed in the in-season tournament. We saw how everybody performed yeah. in the in-season tournament. Except for the Grizzlies. Yeah, except for the Grizzlies. So tell me fact or fiction, Cooper. The All-Star game should have a monetary incentive. This fact. Every portion of the All-Star weekend should have a monetary value attached to it. It's just these guys clearly – Millions of dollars isn't enough, so they need more millions on top mm -hmm. of it. So you have to do something monetary to motivate them. So. Exactly. I agree, and I understand the other side, the rich get richer, yada, yada, yada. But as a fan, I want to see competition, yeah. and that's the only way we're going to see it. It's sad, but it's the fucking reality. Yeah. You have to put money on the line for these guys mm -hmm. to win it. Not just $50,000 for Mac McClung. If you put half a million for the dunk contest, you'd see John Morant. You'd see Zion Williamson. Yeah. Same for the All-Star game. I don't know why they went away with the Elam ending. I, I want to start from the beginning of the weekend. The celebrity game uh, was fine. It's what yeah. I expect for the celebrity game. C.J. Stroud and Micah Parsons played harder uh, than Stephen Curry and all those guys on Sunday. Facts. I will say this. The Rising Stars challenge was amazing. I loved the tournament. I was skeptical at first. The fact that Team Pal, Victor Webb Benyama's team, who I think also had Brandon Miller on it and a plethora yeah. of guys, bounced by the G-Leaguers who were there to compete and knew the stage they were on and yep. competed as such. And that championship game was great. The format of that was fantastic. Saturday night, skills challenge is a joke as always. People yep. don't even know the rules. Horrible. Anthony, Anthony Edwards... Edwards out there Lefty. shooting with his left hand. Wimpenyama's taking shots, saying that the fun is winning, not shooting with your left hand. The three-point competition was cool. It's kind of like a star-studded event now. Steph yeah. versus Sabrina, uh, we'll get to that in a bit, but I thought it was you know, the highlight of the night. Dunk contest, the judges were on one. Horrendous. Yeah. Um, Matt McClung's, Matt McClung's dunk, best dunk was his first, first one. one. Every and other one, I was like, that's last year's Exactly. Dunk. Like, the only good dunk was the first one. Mm -hmm. And it was his lowest score. Mm -hmm. it's, it, it did it not make any sense. Yeah. He deserved to win it again, but we we deserve I, – I don't mind watching Mac in it, but if John Zion should be the other participants, yeah. not Jacob Toppin and Jalen Brown, the only reason he was in the final rounds because his name was Jalen Brown. And the other two were that bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, Obi Toppin's brothers – or Jacob Toppin's were not good. Mm -hmm. Jaime Hawkes was all right, but you're like – the only good part of him is watching his slow-mo hair. Exactly. And, I mean, Jalen Brown's were fine. They were all, like – tributes to people which was fine but i mean and the left hand thing i, I liked honestly the left hand yeah. thing was funny but i mean it wasn't a cool dunk it was just funny exactly like, and, and chris vernon said this today it's like i don't want to be the dick that like says that Jalen's brown tribute dunk was plain but it was yeah and the fact that i had it recorded 
And I was on Discord with Philip and his little brother, and I was playing 2K at the same time. That's the only way I can watch it. Yeah. I, if I have to be able to fast-forward the commercials because it's so long and drawn out, I just can't sit on my couch and uh, watch that. I, you know me. I was working through all of this, so I just watched the highlights of it. Oh, yeah. Oh, it, was, it was 15 minutes, and I was done. Yeah, exactly. And Sunday night was unwatchable. I actually turned it off. Like I, I got out of the second. Discord early. With I told Kevin, I'm like, hey, hey pal. I'm, uh, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> I, I know we talk about this. Literally every week, but I don't even want to watch you. No, I didn't watch a second of it. Yeah, I haven't even watched the highlights. I saw Dame one MVP, and I was like, all right. Mm-hmm. Cool. And I don't get the NBA media, bro. Like, oh god, we have to fix this. I just really don't know how. And or like Stephen A. Smith and like other people are bringing up, let's just have a competition nationwide, and you know, bring some professional dunkers in here. Nobody's gonna give a shit about Joe Smo going between the legs twice and dunking. No, you put money on the line. That's what motivates these guys. Yeah. These guys only care about one thing, and that's mm-hmm. their money. That's exactly. That's all they care about. Yep. Notice how when you take their money away, they start doing things the right way. And they don't care about charity's money because yeah. that has been on the line. Yeah. It's their own money. I, yeah. I don't blame them. It's wrong, but that's how you get them to compete, Adam Silver. Yep. I just – he has cowered so badly to the players – they say this on the mismatch all the time. The cat's not out of the bag with this. The cat is 20 effing miles down the street. Like, this is so far gone. It was so far gone with the uh, star players sitting out last year. Mm-hmm. They finally tried to put a rein on it, and, and Adam Silver still listening to people like Tyrese Halliburton bitch about it, who Tyrese actually did try at every event he was in. He yeah. was a great ambassador and host of this week, and I will Facts. Give I'll give him credit. He did. He busted his button, honestly, every event. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I only watched the three-point event because I hate the skills challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean – he he was there in the three point contest. You you could tell he wanted it. Obviously, mm-hmm. Damian Lillard's gonna win that every time. Like if yes. Steph's not allowed to be in the three point contest, I think Damian Lillard shouldn't be allowed to be yeah. in the three point contest anymore. But that's just my. Opinion. I'd love to see them together. Again. But like yeah, like mm-hmm. I would love to watch a Dame versus Steph. Like that'd be like I mm-hmm. saw someone post. They were like, "Can we make the three point contest like the contenders?" And then you have Steph and Dame. Yes, as like the those are who you're trying that's like the boss battle i was like that's cool like do something like that to where those are who you're trying Mm -hmm. to be like i don't know i there's just a lot of things that you sit there and you're like i just wish we didn't have as many (laughs) self-involved yes basketball players yes let's stay on saturday night um steph versus sabrina was good for the game of basketball fact or fiction Uh, yeah i think sabrina cooked honestly she was she had a higher score or she had the exact same score as every guy did, yes. not named Stephen Curry. Mm-hmm. And I think it's an absolute fact. Um, the, the ratings peaked Saturday night with that. There was 10 million viewers, 54% up from last year. Yeah. It peaked at 5 million when Steph was shooting with Sabrina. I thought they both came out as winners, and props to both of them. There was a lot to lose on, like, Steph, you know, he got gotten beat. It's pretty embarrassing. And Sabrina, you never know if she, like, only had 12 points. It would have been pretty embarrassing, too. But, no, they both walked out of there as winners. Yeah. Props to both of them. And she also was, like, I, all the comments are, like, she shot with the ball. She was shooting from guys' range. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Exactly. I don't Like, she shot the exact same amount of points as any of the guys not named Stephen Curry. Mm-hmm. Stop, stop. Yeah, playing. people people like that. It's just yeah. they look for – that's why I hate to be, like, bitching guy no I know. but it's so bad now. no like, every you know. honestly i watched the three-point contest because i enjoy that one yeah and, it, and it's not a long highlight video i thought the led court was the cool led too. court was really cool yeah. honestly i the celebrity game was probably the highlight for me watching michael parsons dunk all Hell over yeah. people but yeah. uh and puka nakua too he dunked all over people yeah. but like it's just not much fun and honestly she also last year like in her 
when she set that record or whatever, mm-hmm. she hit both of those starting balls. She missed both of those. So, like, that could have been a completely different mm-hmm. game if she hits one of those. So, like, Sabrina mm-hmm. cooked, and honestly, she she made me feel better about WNBA exactly. just by watching that. Mm-hmm. So, like, she did a great thing just going out the there. The WNBA is in a good spot right now. I'm not a fan. I'm going to be honest. I don't watch women's sports like that. But with Caitlin Clark now going in there yeah. next year, it's going to be – She's going to break what's There's going to be a draw, and it's really good for kids. J.J. Yeah. Redick was talking about on his pod this morning. He was like, the only thing my – 12-year-old son cared about was Steph or Sabrina on yeah. Saturday night. I feel like that's how most kids are that watch this game. Facts. Because they're not going to sit there and watch that bullshit that was on Sunday night. No. That, that, that's the problem. Like, you and I at least got to see a little bit of what All-Star Weekend used to look mm-hmm. like. So we have, like, a pride about All-Star Weekend. Like, the next generation doesn't know. No. They don't know what it mm-hmm. used to look like. Because they can only watch highlight videos of what yeah. it used to be like. And, I mean, the highlight videos do a lot justice, especially the dunk contests and stuff. Like, it's just sad that we're, like, 10 years removed from, like, the oh, yeah. Aaron Gordon, Zach Levines, which even to that point – those were great dunk contests because of the dunkers involved, yeah. but they weren't like the Michael Jordans, the Clyde Drexlers, the Vince Carters. They I, weren't those guys. I feel like right now the equivalent of Zach Levine in 2016 would be a Shaden Sharp, and Shaden Sharp's not even competing yeah. in this. You know, yeah. I get he was injured or whatever, but you need to get guys like that to compete in this up-and-coming stars. You and I remember the Dwight Howards, the Nate Robinsons, Blake uh, the Donovan Mitchell, the Blake Griffin, who was an all-star at the time, and now we don't even – we don't even a like, G leaguer just went back to back. The G leaguer deserved both trophies, but that's what point we are. Yeah. And Ja, he teased going into the dunk contest this weekend. He tweeted out about the million dollar thing. He kind of quote tweeted it with the thinking emoji. I'm telling you, you put a million dollars, five hundred thousand. He's coming. He's that's coming. All, it's so simple. Him and Zion both would be there. Yes. Like. On cue. Like, they would both be like, I'm in. No event needs to change, and I'm so scared that just Adam Silver is going to pull the curtain on the whole thing. Bro, the NBA has enough money to pay 12 guys half a million dollars to win the All-Star game. I agree. That's literally $6 million total. Yes. You're telling me they don't have that? Yeah. They'll make that in ticket sales. Dude, I know. So. I know, because they charge an arm and a leg just yeah. to get there. Yeah. So, yeah, don't even don't, don't yeah. agree with me. I agree with that. All right. Um, some other things about... All-Star Weekend was quotes. And LeBron James went on Inside the NBA before the All-Star game last night and had a lot to say uh, about the Warriors rumors. Shout-out to Ernie Johnson asking that tough question because it came out of nowhere. I was not expecting that question to come. And Ernie being Ernie, one of the best in the game, asked it. Uh, Tell me fact or fiction, Cooper. LeBron was telling the truth when he said, I found out about the Warriors rumors when everyone else did. Fiction. LeBron is capping once again. <laughs> Le cap back at it. He's so full of shit. Like, it, dude, if this was like the first time he did it, yeah. people would be like, oh, okay, maybe he's telling the truth. But the fact that you've been in the league for 2,000 years now <laughs> and you think you can get away with lying at least seven times a year is just beyond me. I'm so tired of him. Like, so, so just like the, my thought process is like, this is not even believable. No, I know. Because one, Everybody in that report has confirmed what has happened. Draymond Green confirmed that he was the one in Joe Lacob's ear. He said, when I was on the phone, um, I didn't want Kaminga to be a part of the deal. So this happened. The reporting yes. is, again, that Joe Lacob called Lakers owner Jeannie Buss. Jeannie Buss says, we don't want to trade him, but just in case, you're more than welcome to call Rich Paul, LeBron James' agent. Here's his number. So Rich Paul, as an agent... Answers the phone. And doesn't tell him his player. And doesn't tell LeBron James, the person who pays him. Yeah. Really. There's no conversation had between Rich Paul and LeBron James. LeBron just found out from the Bleacher Report app like you and I do. 
Brown's so full of shit, dude. And you know good and well. <laughs> I guarantee you, he doesn't even have like the bleach wrap with notifications on it. I guarantee you, he doesn't. Because you know good and well, all these dudes don't like care enough to like have that like you and I do. Like you yeah. and I have bleach report probably yeah. going like thirty five times a day. Yes. LeBron doesn't have that. No. LeBron, dude. LeBron knew because LeBron was probably the one that was with Rich Paul when it happened. LeBron was probably the one pushing it to get out in the media. He does everything to apply pressure yep. to the current team he's on. Yep. Yes, 100% fiction. Final thing about All-Star Weekend before we get to this coach firing in the NBA is we talked briefly about Mac McClung, but tell me fact or fiction, Mac McClung has revived the NBA dunk contest. No, fiction. I mean, I still, I'm sitting here still the same way I sat with the dunk contest. Like, I think I fell asleep to watching the dunk contest because mm-hmm. his first dunk was the best dunk, and it was like a 47, and I was mm-hmm. like – and that's the other thing. Tell me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Every dunk – has like the out most outrageous scores. Like we used to see bad scores. We used to see bad scores in dunk contests. Now it's all like forty seven is like the cutoff line. It's forty seven or higher. That's it. And like to me that just minimizes the dunk. I was on Discord with our buddy Philip and he goes, wait a minute. <laughs> Didn't they used to just all do zero to ten and then yeah. it adds up to a score? To a score. But now each Person does out of fifty. Any wait? No, it's anywhere from forty to fifty, and then they take the average of that, and it comes out to a point of a tenth. Yeah. Stick. Why not just stick with the same shit? Yeah. Dude, because like, it used to be like you. I, I remember seeing like people get sixes. Uh, I remember people. I, I've seen fives and fours. Like I remember dunk contests where it was the zero to ten, and then it was like, oh, they had a thirty-seven, and I'm like. That's not a great dunk. Yeah, and exactly. they showed that. Like half of those dunks shouldn't even have been. Yeah, I don't want to see a forty-seven point three. No, I want to see. All right, this guy got us gave a seven. This guy gave an eight. This was an eight, and added they up. added yeah. up. Yeah, I'm sorry because I remember when a perfect fifty used to mean something. Mm-hmm. Like that used to mean something. If you had mm-hmm. all tens, mm-hmm. that was something. I I will say this though, Mac. I think has revived it. Just because the rest of the field that's been against him has been so bad. Yeah. I wouldn't mind Mac being in there with John Time. I wouldn't say, either. I'm going to say fact because he actually takes it seriously. You can tell he gets obsessive about it. Yeah. Because he's more creative. Even if the last couple ones were bland, it's still more creative than the other guys. Well, that, you're not wrong there. Every dunk is like you're sitting there and you're like watching molasses. I'm yes. like, dude, yeah. what are these? Mm-hmm. Like, and I've been telling you, the one, the first one, if that was the only one he did, he, he – yeah. He would have won him up. But that was the best dunk he had. Yes. The one where he throws it to himself midair and still mm-hmm. throws it backwards. Like, that one was and clean. Even the one over Shaq where he's, like, eye-to-eye eye with the rim. No, that one, like, yeah. that's cool just because the dude's six foot. Mm-hmm. Like, the dude's six foot tall and he's jumping over Shaquille exactly. O'Neal. Like, that, that one's cool in just, like, what he's doing. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know. You remember when Zach Levine beat Aaron Gordon, like, that second time. The time where everybody was like, oh, my God, Aaron Gordon just got robbed again. Mm-hmm. And he does the same dunk. He just does it from the free throw line. Mm-hmm. That's just kind of how I felt. I was like, someone already dunked over Shaq. Mm-hmm. Like, it just lost its feel. Mm-hmm. But again, a six foot dude jumping over Shaquille O'Neal is awesome. Yeah, but well, like, it's a, it's a lot better than Jalen Brown jumping over a five foot three Kai Sinat who's also in a chair, and then he fakes like he covered his eyes when he actually. That was so bad. That one was so bad. Yeah. I would have kicked him out of the event just for yeah. that. Yeah, some some of them, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just so bad. Like, even if one dude's really good. It yeah. just takes, like, the event's still garbage. You know how much footage I edit of John Morant, and he had, on his YouTube channel, he released all the, uh, like, the vlog-style footage from him surprising all those kids with Nike shoes during his mm-hmm. suspension. You remember that? Yeah. And he was like, there's a bunch of kids there, and at the end of it, after he gave his speech, he was just, he had DTAP just throwing them lobs so he could put on a show. 
John Morant in like Air Force Ones and a T-shirt is out there doing it better. Literally, D Tap threw it off the backboard for him. He took it, spun around like windmill with two hands and back, and it was just all in one motion. Yeah. And I'm like, cold turkey. Yes, pay the pay the money. Yeah, pay the money, dude. Bro. And you would agree with this. You see better dunks in freaking warm-up lines mm -hmm. at basketball games. Like, you and I, at, I remember at Overtime Elite, we were watching one that little small dude. Trey, uh, Trey uh, God, I can't think of his name. You know who I'm talking about, though. We yeah. were both like, oh, my God. Yeah. And, like, you and I get more excited watching warm-up dunks than we do mm -hmm. in the freaking dunk, dunk contest. That's how at least mm -hmm. I feel. Like, mm -hmm. I have not gotten, like, out of my chair to watch a dunk contest <laughs> since the Zach Levine I tell one. you, that kid was on um, – Cullen got him to play for his AAU team. Did like, he really? Yeah, yeah, I can't remember his name. It's killing me. It's Trey something. But, God, he, he, was, was, he was electric. He, he was yeah. a bucket, was yeah. Like I liked him. Nine, yeah. I liked him. But he could dunk out of the gym, and I'm Hell sitting yeah. there. I'm like, that's a better dunk than we've seen in the last three dunk contests. Absolutely. And it was a warm-up, warm-up line dunk. Mm -hmm. We get better – NBA players give better dunks in the warm-up lines than they do in the dunk contest, mm -hmm. and that's the problem. I agree with that. That's a wrap on All-Star Weekend. There was a bunch of bitch about it. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, there really is. There there was the highlight, again, Stefan Sprina, great. Yeah. Rising Stars, great. Celebrity game, honestly. Celebrity I, I give that game, a – that's a passing grade. <laughs> yeah, but the Friday night should not be a highlight of yeah, the weekend. It should be oh, the warm-up for the weekend. I'm just so glad you and I didn't go – um, Chris looked at Roser today and said, you know, like one event we're never worried about or like sad that we went to, he goes, summer league. Yeah, I know. You know why? Saying. Because it's in Vegas. And it's awesome. Yes. Vegas is freaking awesome. I don't want to yeah. go to Indianapolis in February. Yeah. Speaking of Vegas, Alex is going to Vegas this Wednesday for work. <sighs> yeah. Good thing he has a girlfriend. He'll be really responsible. He's staying at Caesars. Okay. But he won't be responsible. <laughs> I told him OYO is about five minutes. Go get you some money. <laughs> you remember the name of the casino? Yeah. Type Dude, shit. I remember exactly where it is. Holy it's right shit. there at the end of the strip. Dude, I can't wait for that trip this year. Oh, no. I'm the fact that we it. got that little, like, two-bedroom condo, and it was, like, six, seven hundred bucks for the weekend. Yeah. I'm like, we're never staying anywhere else. No, that place was perfect. And yes. it was like I'm right like five in between. minutes from the strip, five yeah. minutes from the, well, yes. all right, maybe a little longer to the stadium. But we walked that stadium. No, you could you could see the stadium. Yeah, right? we yeah. could see the stadium. It yeah. wasn't five minute walk, but the yeah. the strip was five minutes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we Ubered everywhere anyway. It was so like, nice. It was perfect. Yeah. Yeah, dude, there's no describing how cool uh, I felt whenever like we'd left Jack Harlow and then we'd get in the back of that like suburban on the way home. I'm like, oh, dude. I know we felt like pop stars. Oh <laughs> God! It's like we're cool as fuck. Right now. I mean, that was such that was such once a, a year. Trip. Yeah, we'll never forget. And like, it's so much looser. All Star Weekend's so buttoned up because it's a lot like the Super Bowl for the NBA. A yeah. lot of business deals get done there, and there's more famous people. Like exactly. at the end of the day, summer league is like, and I feel like summer league. There's more pride in the basketball because mm -hmm. some of those guys are out there like trying to earn yes. NBA contracts, and all the big time names come in there because it's like varsity yeah. watching JV. And then for that week, you see the celebrities fly in one because it's Vegas, and two, they know a shit ton of NBA stars are going to be. There. Yes, thanks. I mean, Kevin Hart's birthday weekend was last exactly. Week. I mean, it'll yeah. probably be this year yeah. too, but yeah. I mean, yeah, great weekend. That was Absolutely. such a fun trip. Absolutely, I think it's it's one week later this this year. I don't know if it's because of. Um, the Olympics or whatever, but I think it's like the fifteenth or something. I'm gonna book that probably next month and get a get a tally. Hopefully, Philip Philip can go with this. Yeah. Uh, Miranda wants to go, but I'm gonna have a conversation with her. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's just a guy's thing. Yeah, you know? I know, I know. I, love I just, her, I just like, thought it was funny how you were just like, I'm gonna yeah, it, it, tame you know, that. I was asking her. You know, she's at the wedding right now in Hawaii, yeah. and so she had a five a.m. Sunday morning flight. Saturday night. 
And, and by the way, she still doesn't know if Simone Biles is going to be there or not. So she's just like packing. I'm like, babe, you're going to look fine if you have to stand next for her. You're fine. Yeah. But she was like all stressed out about packing. I'm on the phone with her. It's, we're FaceTiming. It's like midnight Saturday night. I'm like, Miranda, your flight's like in five hours. You need to like start packing. Yeah. She's like picking out outfits, like showing. She's like, "Do you like this? Do you like this?" She had bought a bunch of clothes for it, and I was like, "Yeah, this all looks great. It just needs to go." It in just a needs to go in a bag. Needs to go in a leaving. suitcase. Well, by one a.m., I'm like, "Babe, I gotta go to bed. I got church in the morning. Good luck. Have fun." Yeah. So I I wake up at like eight to go to church. I get a bombardment of texts from her. Oh, no. She had one of her coworkers take her to the airport. So she gets packed, by the way, doesn't sleep for a second. She's packing it. for three hours and then has to head to the airport at four. Her coworker picks her up at 4 a.m. on a Sunday, takes her to the airport. She gets in the airport with like two suitcases that are over 50 pounds. She's gonna be in Hawaii for a week. Yeah. And her ID's not working in security. She's like, oh shit. She looks at her ticket. There's two airports in Houston. She's at the so, and the person that dropped her off has already left. She calls the person back. She's like, hey, can you please turn around? I got to make it across town now, and hopefully I make it in time for boarding. He uh, skirts around, picks her back up, and uh, takes her to the other airport across town. She finally makes it there, but yeah, she's okay. That's she, terrifying. Oh, I know. It's terrifying. She went on a hike today. She's chilling, but I was like, I know your sleep schedule is fucked. I, yeah, I, I didn't hear three, from her all day. three hours behind us. Yeah. So. She had to fly to San Diego. And then slept on the plane the whole way there. And then from San Diego to Hawaii, slept on the whole plane. I was like, you're not sleeping tonight. You know who else is in Hawaii right now? Who? Ole Miss baseball team. Oh, shit. We got our ass whooped. Damn, it's tough. <laughs> Twice. That is tough. <laughs> we went two and two. We're not good. Do you have expectations this year? Hell you? no. Tough. I, I mean, I, I was hyper for basketball just because it was Chris Beard and I was, like, excited. But I'll be honest, I haven't watched. I watched a little bit of us get raped by Kentucky, but I haven't Dude, watched much basketball. once you get into SEC play, like, I know it's tough, but like that record compared to last year, it's all. Oh, oh no, no, no! It's like we're, eighteen and six, eighteen and seven, whatever you are. We're much better than last yeah. year. Yeah, and we've only lost six games, and they're all SEC. Yeah, and you just you just wanted to see yeah. uh climb, and you have without dude, the talent. Matthew Morrell. Yeah, he's raw. Dude, he had six threes. I think he was six of eight from threes the yeah. other day for twenty six points. It's tough. Like he he's gonna get drafted somewhere. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. if not drafted, he's gonna make a name for himself in summer league and get picked up. Mm -hmm. But, like, he's having a Desmond Bain senior year. Yeah. Because Bain had that killer, like, shooting over 40% from three, mm -hmm. like, averaging 20. Like, that's what Matthew Morell's doing mm -hmm. in the SEC. Like, oh, yeah. I think somebody's going to take a chance on him. Because sure. he's got a pure stroke. But we barely beat the worst team in the SEC in Missouri by three. And he had 26 on six of eight. Wins and wins, baby. Wins and wins. We're going to get right by state, too. That's what we play this week. <laughs> well, that's always a toss-up. Uh, state's good. State's decent basketball. I want to go down there this spring and catch a baseball game. I like Duty. Duty's Noble's yeah, good. Yeah, nice. I went one time in college. In your entire? I think. No way. No, twice. I was about to say, I went more times than that. Yeah, I know. I, I just thought, like, one, me at Mississippi State just wasn't a fit anyways. <laughs> like, I'm not, like, a country yeah, guy. That's, no. like, the most country school of all time. And, like, I had – fun with like my friends who were also city people and we'd never were like let's go to the effing baseball let's go stadium. to duty no yeah and we also were like let's go to the football game or the basketball game we just sucked at all sports right? i mean let's be honest you and i would go get a 12 pack of tacos from taco bell and go watch sports friday night exactly. play video games all night friday night yeah. wake up saturday morning go to half of the football game uh -huh. and go back and play watch grizzlies games. on the illegal yes. stream back when we we're good no 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 no. we could watch it on uh hulu back then remember oh yeah sports or yeah, fox yeah. sports southeast let us yeah, you watch before 
Bally went broke. Yeah, before Bally was cheeks. Hell. And yeah. then before YouTube TV doesn't let you watch the one team when you have league pass. Honestly, it's that's a good thing this year. It's actually the NBA's fault. Oh, is it really? Yeah, because they sold the rights to only to like cable companies like DirecTV, mm-hmm. Xfinity. I think it's that to Bally. And like it's their fault that you cannot watch in market games, which is retarded. That's so dumb. People our age do not have cable. They have Hulu Live TV, yes. they have YouTube TV. Dude, even the people that still have cable like are trying to get rid of their cable. My parents are in their 60s and they're trying to like I had to show them YouTube TV cuz they want yeah. they don't want to pay $290 for free. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It is ridiculous to keep cable. Hell yeah. Like that's why it's it's funny how like quickly Netflix like sent Blockbuster into the, destru- the destruction yeah. and then it's taken this long for cable to like Dude, hold on. Cable, so, I don't know how cable still hold on. It's so ironic too. Uh whenever I was trying to get into grad school, I did I'd like to do a presentation in front of like the board or whatever to get in, and I, ha- I my presentation was like uh, on how Blockbuster denied Netflix because Netflix took their idea to Blockbuster three times and Blockbuster did not buy it, and then a few years later they're out of business. Netflix is one of the biggest companies in the world. Dude, could you? Blockbuster was such a vibe too, man. Dude, it was I wish every they kept corner, it. bro. We sound like yes. some straight OGs right now, but going there because they had the video games too. Yes, you could go. Like, dude, I'm not joking. My family did this at least two times a month. Like, we would go on a weekend. We would all pick out a movie. We'd rent the movies. We go home watch the movies. Like, I remember walking through the entire mm-hmm. Blockbuster. But Netflix, when they started out, the reason my family like jumped on Netflix as fast as we did because I remember we got Netflix like right after it happened. Oh, yeah. um, and it was like thirteen ninety nine if you wanted to rent DVDs too. And that's and why they'd we come did in it. the mail. They'd come in the mail. Yeah. And that's honestly, Blockbuster could have really benefited from that because like you're already doing, people already come to your store to rent movies. So if you don't want to wait it for it in the mail, you go to the site. Yes. Like Blockbuster totally should have just merged with Netflix. Netflix was just ahead of their time in every facet of it. In yes. 2013 is when they switched to fully from the mail to digital. In yeah. 2013, that's unheard of yeah and then i think it was like 2018 2019 when they started producing their own movies and everybody called them crazy then and, and now everyone's perfect. producing yeah. their own movies everybody has originals now yeah exactly. and that's the only reason most of them stay of like afloat <laughs> because of the originals yep it's yeah, crazy it's crazy all right one more an nba fact or fiction i tease somebody was fired in the nba this week that was oh, yeah. jock vaughn unfortunately he went 64 and 65 during his tenure with the nets Brooklyn is a disappointing 21-33 and 33 overall and lost by 50 to the Celtics in the final game before the break. Fact or fiction, Jacques Vaughn deserved to be fired. Just to be different, I'm going to say fiction because I feel like you might say fact. No, I'm right there You're with saying you. saying fiction? That's just, just – this team was not good enough to win basketball Bro. games. Don't blame the coach for And, that. like, think back to when he was hired. It was an impossible job. Yeah. Steve Nash was fired, I believe, after a couple games – Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, they all were still there at the time. They left in the middle of the season, and then he somehow keeps them afloat, gets them into the playoffs. This year, nobody expected. I didn't expect anything more than 21-33 and at this point in the NBA season. If anything, I thought they might be 500, like push to be 500, like 40 and 42 at the best. I get 64 and 65 is not a good record, but when it's an impossible job like that, at least have the respect to wait until the offseason. Yeah, that's, you know? I agree with that. Not in the middle of the that. season. It's just crummy. Like, at yeah. the end of the day, Jacques Vaughn's not a bad head coach. No. He's all, but he's also not doing what Monty Hell is no. doing at Detroit. Like, no. I just don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. And you can't blame the dude when your starting lineup has – 
broke down Ben Simmons in it. Mikael Bridges, another forward, another forward, and then Nick Claxton's been there all year. Like, that whole team is all 6'8 forwards. Nick Claxton, <clears throat> we have free agencies coming up in this uh, these TikToks, and I wanted to put Claxton on here. I didn't. He's going to command a lot of money. He's going to I think he's going to be, like, in between that Wendell Carter deal and, like, I think it'll be like twenty-two million a year. Yeah, which I think Wendell Carter is getting like nineteen or nineteen and a half or something like that. I think he'll be a little above Wendell Carter. I agree. But a lot of people want a rim rim running big for sure. There's gonna be half the league. uh, He's athletic. Putting in bids on him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we got uh, brand new stuff. I don't know if we're gonna keep this. I know we're gonna keep doing TikToks uh, in the podcast and just keep it immersed in the episode i don't know when it's going to be but it's it's going to be consistently every monday some days it might be at the end i think for right now the middle is going to be a good spot with it with the offseason preview coming up yep. we're going to do a ton of nba tiktoks right now you're going to hear them live obviously we're going to chop them up and turn them into short form content then we'll end up with the nfl stuff cooper uh the first one is about below above or below their current position so i'm going to ask you uh, will these NBA teams finish above or below their current position? And then I'll name the team, and I'll also give you the current they're place standing. they're in. If you want right, to look just, at the I'm standings, the standings yeah, if you want to pull them up anyways, you know me, I'm help. a visual. Yeah, and if you hear us repeat stuff on the podcast, you know we got to we got to make sure it's clippable and everything. But uh, <laughs> I'm glad we finally get the entire conversation on record because there's shit that I just can't fit. Into yeah, into a minute, thirty. Yeah, but that like needs to be said and added Facts. context too. So this is gonna be dope. This is gonna be good. As, All right, we're ready to go. Yeah. All right. Will these NBA teams finish above or below their current position? The L.A. Lakers, they're in ninth right now. I'm going to say above. I think uh, L.A. already started coming on strong before the All-Star break, and we Mm -hmm. saw what they did last year after the All-Star break. Give me above. I'm going to say above as well. I think they have the potential to catch the Pelicans at sixth. I'm not scared of any of the teams in front of you. And all these distractions – that have been D'Angelo Russell scared he's going to get trade. All these guys are scared about the trade deadline. This veteran team's going to lock in, know they have a spot on the team for the rest of the year, and really ex- excel, especially with Spencer Dinwiddie finally there. I hear that. All right, next we got the Cavs. They're in second place. Mm. Uh, they're definitely not going to finish above, so I'm going to say below. They might end the same spot, but I, at the end of the day, you're not catching Boston. That's the unattainable goal. Um, but – I can see a world where Milwaukee or New York catches them. They're probably going to stay within that two to four range, though. I'm going to say below. I think they could fall all the way to fourth or fifth. I think Milwaukee figures it out. New York gets healthy and finishes above them for sure. All right, next one. Let's go back to the West. The Phoenix Suns are fifth in the Western Conference. I'm I'm going with the same answer I just gave with the Cavs. They're not going to finish above where they're at. They might finish exactly where they are. I think they'll still be a playoff team, uh, but I don't think they're going to catch Denver or Clippers to, for being or OKC for that matter. They might catch. They might move up just because the Timberwolves are not going to be where they are. But I'm going to say they finish below. I'm going to say above. They're 16 and six in their last 22. Their big three is really rolling now. They haven't seen it all year. Their big three of Beal, Booker, and Durant is a plus 16. That's 99th percentile of three-man lineups. Minnesota is the team they pass. They fall all the way to fifth. Yeah, I hear that. All right, let's do the Warriors now. The Golden State Warriors are 10th in the West. I'm going to say they finish above. I think the Warriors won't make the playoffs like as and as a lock in the top six. I think they'll have to fight their way through the plan, but I do not think they will be the 10th seed. 
I think above as well. They were starting to get things clicking. I know they had the bad loss with Klay Thompson, but if he continues to come off the bench, I believe in this Golden State team finishing above the 10th seed. Look, Klay Thompson coming off the bench can't be compared to Russell Westbrook coming off the bench. Yes. If you got to do what's going to fit, you're not all the best players at your position anymore like you used to be. Klay Thompson's got to like suck it up and come off the bench because that bench unit is pitiful. And that opens his free agent market a ton, a ton. if he's willing yes. to come off the bench. Dude, we watched so many dudes go from like being that guy on a team to like realizing, all right, I'm a six man. Let me just go be a microwave for somebody mm -hmm. and just cook. Bro, nobody expected Carmelo Anthony to be out of the league for two years. Yeah. It was because he was not. Be he was a bucket still. Yeah. He was just unwilling to accept a role. And then he took him Portland. He was like, all right, I'll be a heater. And he was awesome. Yeah, he was awesome. He was awesome at it. Mm -hmm. Second to last one. The Milwaukee Bucks, who are third in the East. They're going to finish above. At the end of the day. It's tough, ain't it? Well, like, they're not catching Boston. I think Boston's, mm -hmm. like, solidified. They're one. Mm -hmm. But, like, Milwaukee is not going to be this bad. Like, mm -hmm. I understand the last taste everybody has in their mouth from the Milwaukee Bucks right now is the loss to the Memphis Grizzlies. <laughs> but, like, this team is going to finally get it in gear. I think Damian Lillard having the weekend he just had, because Damian Lillard's probably one of the only bright spots from NBA All-Star Weekend. I think that can probably excel his game just a little bit. At the end of the day, this is a veteran-laden team. I'm not saying they're pulling a Miami because they're obviously the three seed and Miami was literally like eight or nine seed. But, like, I feel like this team's going to start kicking in the high gear at some point. So, I'm going to say above. I'm going to say above, too. Damn, we've been the same on, like, all of these. I know, bro. <laughs> um, I'm just – It's hard I'm, to pick an argument for below. I'm, I'm a believer in Dame and Giannis figuring it out. Yeah. Doc Rivers has to be better. He will be better, and their schedule will lighten up quite a bit. Yeah. All right, final one. The New York Knicks, who are fourth in the East. It's Eastern Conference crazy. Yeah, the, yeah especially the top four. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, if MBE comes back, that can change something. Oh, uh, they're definitely not finishing below, so I'm going to make the argument I've been making for the other two. I'm going to say above because they're not finishing below mm -hmm. four. Uh, if anything, you could just see, like, a shuffle of cards with Cleveland, Milwaukee, and New York. Yeah. So, I'm going to say they finish above. But, like you said, they're super injury up right now, like with mm -hmm. Julius Randle and OG Ananobi and Mitchell Robinson. Those guys are going to get healthy, and this team's been cooking mm -hmm. with DiVincenzo, Brunson, obviously. Mm -hmm. Bogdanovich has only had a couple games with this new team. Like, this team's going to gel and cook, and I think they're going to be dangerous. Above, and all these injuries have been a blessing in disguise because Tom Thibodeau would have ran their ass in the ground. <laughs> Julius Randle will get back healthy, and the rest of the squad will too. They'll make a run. Tom Thibodeau. Shout For out, sure. Tibbs. <laughs> all right. This, the second segment is uh, about free agents, what we were talking about earlier, and mm. it's just stay or leave with their current team. Uh, we'll start off with LeBron going to Harden, Russell, Paul George, DeMar DeRozan, and then oh, IQ. Yeah, all right. Should these 2024 free agents stay or leave? LeBron James. I'm definitely not staying say, stay. So, he's going to leave, and it's the more and more you've talked about it, I love the Warriors, but he's just going to go somewhere where he just has the best opportunity to win and suck someone else's mm -hmm. assets all the way down the drain. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, mm -hmm. he's going to do the same thing. He's, he's a leech to assets. That's why Cleveland did mm -hmm. their thing and took so long. That's why Miami got <laughs> – Got away from him as yeah. fast as they could. He's going to go somewhere and be a leech to someone else's assets and hopefully win another one. If he cares about his legacy, if he cares about the Michael Jordan argument, he should stay. He needs to. 
if he wants to win a championship, he should leave. Yeah. He he don't give a rip about Michael Jordan legacy. Mm-hmm. He do not care. Next, we got James Harden. I like his fit in Clippers. I'm gonna say stay. Stay because ain't nobody signing you, bro. <laughs> ain't nobody signing you, dog. The Shanghai Sharks. Yeah. No, I, he's looked a lot better this yeah. year. I'll give him he credit is. where credit's due. He's looked a lot better. But with that team, yes. he looks good. All right. Now we got D'Angelo Russell. Hmm. Who's going to take him? Like, unless you're going to a garbage team, you might as well stay. Because ain't nobody not, – not, a contender's not taking you, so you might as well stay with the Lakers. For that reason, I'm going to say leave because he excels when there's no pressure. Hey, all I got to say is Spencer Dinwiddie and uh, D'Angelo Russell, last time they hooped together, they had that improbable run with, like, Damari Carroll on that New York – on that Brooklyn Nets mm-hmm. team. You remember that yes. run with Jared Allen and all mm-hmm. them? Like, that was that was a squad. Karis LeVert was on that team. You had T- – or. Not T.J. Warren. T.J. Warren was a pacer, but like that team was a bug. Like I could see D'Lo in Chicago averaging thirty a game, <laughs> and they're still ass. <laughs> yeah, they're still ass, but like D'Lo's averaging thirty a game. I mean, D'Lo excels in that role. Yeah, in exactly. the, Let me just put up the most empty stats of all time. A hundred percent agreed. Hey, Somehow unless he's playing the Grizzlies. Unless he's playing the Grizzlies. Hell yeah, and he busts our ass. All right. First up, we got Paul George. Paul George should 1,000% leave and come to the Memphis Grizzlies um, so that he can get a ring because that boy needs a ring, and it's going to happen with John Morant, Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson Jr., and Nick Claxton. My heart my heart wholeheartedly agrees with you. No, I'm, I was totally joking. He's totally going to stay with the Clippers, especially if the Clippers ex- – yeah. like if they excel this year and they're a conference championship team, mm-hmm. all those dudes are staying. He should 100% base his entire decision on this year. Yeah. If they're winning a championship, it's this year. And if they're not, he needs to go to Philly. He needs to give a call yeah. to Golden State. Give a call to Memphis. But base it entirely off this year because there's no better opportunity to win a championship. You're going to see this team ceiling and make your decision based off that. Totally agree. Tamar DeRozan. Get out of there, dude. I remember when Tamar DeRozan signed with Chicago and everybody was like, Okay, Chicago got something brewing. Mm. We saw them number one seed. And everybody's like, "Oh shit, Chicago's mm. gonna be awesome." And then uh, that was the last time I remember them winning a basketball yeah. game. Uh, get the hell out yes. of there! Get out as fast as humanly possible. Leave. It's time for him to go chase a ring. Yes. Go ring chasing, Demar. Please. All right. Final one. Uh, Emmanuel quickly stay. Uh, when Emmanuel Quickly and R.J. Barrett got traded to the Raptors, I didn't give a shit about R.J. Barrett traded to the Raptors. I cared about IQ because I'm not a huge believer in Scotty Barnes. I don't know what your thoughts on Scotty Barnes are, but I think if Emmanuel Quickly is there, Scotty Barnes can excel, and I think if Scotty Barnes is there, Emmanuel Quickly can excel. I think mm-hmm. that tandem can work together. You just have to build kind of around that. Mm-hmm. And so for that reason, I think he should stay. I'm going to say stay and continue to thrive with this opportunity. If I'm his agent, I'm thinking about the next contract. You stay in Toronto and put up 20, 25 points a game, that next contract can be, be nice. well into the nine figures. Yeah. Stay and thrive in this opportunity. Thanks. All right, that's a wrap on that segment. We got two top fives left. This next one, Coop, is – by the way, I love how our podcast is getting to hear this. I think they're going to really enjoy this. Yeah. It's dope. But, um, they're going to know that it only takes us 15 minutes to sit dead, here and do dead this. Ass. Yeah. But – uh, do you know who uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to remember? They just signed with Bleacher Report in place of Through the Wire. The Deep Three I've showed yeah, you them. Yeah. Yes. So that guy edits all of Kenny's TikToks and stuff. 
they do this like in podcast they do yeah. they do the TikToks and it does really well they do it at the end of every episode yeah. so cuz it's just chill I mean, exactly we're just it's proven to work and breeze. they can play along with this you know? yeah all right uh this next top 5 is the best plus minus by player just think in of, history no 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 no, no this just this season oh okay think of teams at the top of the standings okay just think of teams at the top of the standings all these te- all these guys are on the first or second place team in their conference okay. and then you can think of the names from there Okay. You got a couple names in you? A few. All right. And if not, you know, I'll give you some hints. Yeah. All right. Guess which NBA players have the best plus minus this season? Is Jason Tatum one of them? Jason Tatum is number one at plus 564. <laughs> Dude, the only reason I picked him was because of that 50-point dump. Dude, Brooklyn. it's insane. That's the easiest one right now. It's uh, crazy. Can I get Western Conference in each So is it two and two left, or is it? Um, There's actually... Three West and one East left. Three West is Jokic one of them. Jokic is not on here. Good guess though. There's a big man though. No fucking way. It's Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert is number five at plus five fourteen. Like, dude, who is the greatest comparison of like the most hyped up regular season player just to be the worst, most dude, dog shit playoff player? It's why the nerds love him, dog. It's all these advanced stats. Dude, you remember when everybody was like, Yaka Pertle is going to be the next Rudy Gobert? Yaka Pertle is butt Yeah, cheeks. and then Ja put his nutsack on him. On him three times? Yes, <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, sorry. Log back in, log back in. Log back uh, in. uh, Hold on, sorry. <laughs> I got, okay, you got one, now I'm east, stuck on one, one like, east and two west. All I can see is Ja dunking on Yaka Pertle, so yeah. I'm like. And potentially Rudy Gobert. Cock blocks. Yeah. All right, I'm locked in. Uh, Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards is number three at plus 530. You have yet to have a failing guess. I did say Jokic, so I did fail. Oh, okay, my bad. But Jokic is an easy guess. Everybody else is going to guess Jokic. Uh, Shea Goldis Alexander. He's number four at plus 525. Missing number two. And he's in the East. Is it Giannis Atacacumbo? It's not Giannis. They've been losing a lot. Is he on the Boston Celtics? Mm-hmm. Is it Jalen Brown? Mm-hmm. Is it is it Derek White? Derek White is number two at plus five thirty six. Put some respect on that boy's name. That is an all star snub right there, and Derek White. D White, baby, D White. <laughs> this is the most. That is the most like random two K player that is going to be like the most seventy nine overall, and everybody's like, why is he a seventy nine overall? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's always that one two K player that everybody trades for because he's so easy to trade mm-hmm. for, and everybody's like, why is he so low? Yes. Derek White. Literally broken. Love Derek White. All right, let's go. Any ball now. He embraced his forehead. This is the final TikTok segment, Cooper. Guessing the top five offenses in the NBA. This is my offensive rating. Uh, so just, again, there's quite a few very good teams. I think there. I, yeah. All right, here we go. Guess the top five offenses in the NBA this season. Is the Boston Celtics one of them? Boston Celtics is number one, 120.8 offensive rating. I had no idea. Like, Boston was good at basketball. <laughs> I had no clue. Yeah, pretty um, Is it the Denver Nuggets? Denver Nuggets are not on Bro, here. I'm putting a lot of respect on Denver, and they're just mm-hmm. letting me down. Uh, is it OKC? OKC is number four, 119.2 offensive rating. Burley. Um, Minnesota Timberwolves. Timberwolves are not on here. Okay, so I got the top three over there. They have the number one defensive rating. Yeah, see, I knew they were good for defense, but I didn't know about mm-hmm. their offense. Uh, also, shout out Mike Conley. He got shout out to today. MC. Shout Sorry, out to MC. I, that was random, but I've been talking about the Timberwolves, and I'll never mm-hmm. talk about them again. Uh, all right, Boston. Is it the 
Is it the Phoenix Suns? Phoenix Suns are not on here. It's a good guess, though. I'm sure the past couple months they're probably number yeah, one. Yeah, no, yeah. Pat. Clippers? Clippers are number three, 119.7 offensive rating. So who do I have? You got, you're missing two and five, and they're both in the East. Two and five. Is it the Cleveland Cavaliers? Cavs are not on here. Pacers? Pacers are number two. 120.5. Dude, how it's am I? It's our defense at behoeing them. How am I literally the number one Tyrese Halliburton fan and I didn't even say them I first? Know, like, right. I knew their offense was, like, the only good part of that team. I'm actually really disappointed. Do you know I'm what disappointed. Do you know what their record is since a Pascal trade? Like, with Pascal on the floor. Uh, Like, well below 500. Seven and eight. Yeah. yeah they're, to, I mean, all right, that's To be fair, Tyrese has missed. He's missed, like, five And he's been on games, a minutes but. restriction the entire time he's there. I just don't. It was the Buddy Heald trade for me. Why get rid of him? Yeah. And I don't understand that. Halley was, because he was not supposed to play in that Trailblazers game, but he went out there and did anyways and then tweaked his shit even more and then missed a couple weeks. And now he's still on a minutes restriction working his way back. So. Yeah. Shout out to Halliburton. I do Shout love out to him. him. Missing number five. Number five. And I've said, is, have I said the Knicks? Uh, They're no. not going to be up there. Yeah. They just got uh, decent. Who am I missing from the East? All right, you got Boston at the top, Cavs two, and it ain't the Cavs. Milwaukee, it ain't Milwaukee. The Milwaukee Bucks are number five, one eighteen point nine offensive so rating. So it's their defense has boo boo in them too. Yeah, their defense because of Damian Lillard. Their defense has been horrible. You got to think they had a backcourt of Damian Lillard, Cameron Payne, and Malik Beasley. Yeah, that'll do it. And Chris Middleton was hurt. That'll like, do it. Yeah, but. You remember last year? Their defense, the conversation right now is like Doc Rivers, yes, he's three and seven, but their defense has taken Emperor, a leap. Yeah. yeah. Except for when Zaire Williams was yeah, spraying exactly. that junt all over Giannis' face. Well, Doc, I think, said it best. Half the team was in Cancun. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like if, I'm looking, I mean, if I'm looking across and seeing that Grizzlies team, I'm not taking you're it. You're sitting there and you're anyways. like, what in the heck? Why are yeah. we playing this game? Can we not just like yeah. not play? Yeah. I literally, it's my dad's birthday, not this Friday, but next Friday. Mm. And we're going to the game together. And I'm not even excited about the basketball game. I'm excited about the dinner more than I am going to fight. Where are going to dinner? I don't know. Some fancy place downtown. But, oh, really? Yeah. But I'm just like, I don't even care what the product is on the court. Yeah. It's like, I'm just excited about. Dude. Gigi, Gigi something, Vince is something, and Zaire, dude, I don't know where the hell that came from. Uh-huh. If that's the dude we can get, yeah, I'll keep you as the tenth man. Exactly, I will happily keep you as. But 10th it's or not. 11th. But that's not the guy. That's we the can thing. Get. I don't know where but that it, came from. But it's not. <laughs> I, like I remember because obviously I didn't watch that game because I've. It's it's hard to sit there for three hours watching a Grizzlies basketball game mm-hmm. anymore. But I knew it was a good game based on the text messages from you and Ben. And I watched the highlights, and I'm like, Zaire let us in scoring. And I mean, dude. And that last Damian Lillard possession, I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. I don't get it. It's, it you're seeing teams are like look at the Grizzlies, and they're like, all right, F mm-hmm. this. First 36 minutes, yeah. clock it in, mm-hmm. build it up the last 12 minutes, and let's kill them. You can't do it. Mm-mm. I'm sorry. Gigi Jackson and Vince Williams are too good of basketball players to let you do that. I think this season's really been a blessing in disguise. Um, Jaron, again, that's what scares me. I, I don't know if we're ever going to get him this healthy again. I don't, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I think Jaron's literally going to play half of the games left. Yeah, I, I, I didn't even think that. Play. I think he may play until mid March. Yeah, he's not gonna play much. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna start saying he oh tweaked at hamstring mm-hmm. oh butt cheeks hurting yep <laughs> oh backs hurting yeah. Well, the <laughs> the thing I'm pissed about because you know me as a Jaw fan is I wanted him to like redeem himself, be able to get in Team USA, but he's not gonna be healthy enough to do it. No, it. Do you, I don't know if we're gonna get any. 
I, I really thought no. we were going to get Jaron or Bane. But. Yeah, but Steve Kerr doesn't know how to coach Jaron. He thinks that he's... I would love if Bane got in. Honestly, I think Bane would excel in that I, Bane, Bane would be the one. I would hope. Bane would be the one because I think that team, we know Steph's going to be there, Joel, LeBron James, yeah. Kevin Durant, all the big-name guys. But I think in international basketball, physical basketball, you need a Desmond Bane. I think you put Mikel Bridges on there. You just need defenders that can also space the floor, and those are like the two best names. You know what's sad, though? I really wish Shea wasn't Canadian because yeah. Shea would be so yeah. much fun on our team. Well, the fact that like, we have a Joel Embiid. I mean, that's like that's unfair. Fair. That's like unfair. That's unfair. <laughs> the fact that the starting line is gonna be like Stephen Curry, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Joel Embiid. Yeah, like, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's gonna be unfair. Uh, I did want to ask because you know I didn't watch the mm-hmm. uh, the not the skills tournament or but the uh, uh, Rising Stars tournament. Mm-hmm. Did Vince play well? He he only played a couple spot minutes. I didn't even notice him to be honest. I know he hit one three because mm-hmm. that's the only video Devin posted. Yeah. But I didn't Powell, know if he for Vince. some reason took out Wimby. It, well, he was on Team Powell? Yeah. Oh, so they lost to the G-Leaguers. Yeah, they wow. lost to the G-Leaguers because, dude, it was like Wimby, Brandon Miller, like, it was Pajemski, yeah, yes. they had a great team. Yeah, Pajemski, like, it was, and they just, G-Leaguers went out there and set the tone. Matt McClung was out there talking shit. And I saw... He was telling Wimby it was too easy. Like, that's... Okay, but I, if he had dunked over Wimby uh, instead of Shaq for that yeah. last dunk, I would have gotten more hype. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, I think everybody would have... That would have been way cool because he cleared Shaq. Yeah, he cleared Shaq, and I don't know how much taller Shaq a, is. It's another three inches. Oh, I know. Wimby. And he they, was he was a good two inches over. They asked McClung, they're like, "How'd you practice for that?" He was like, "I would have my friends stand on boxes and then them put each other on their shoulders to replicate the size of Shaq." And I'm like, "Damn, <laughs> that's crazy, dude." What is his vertical has to be in the fifties? Yeah, right? and he's obsessed with that shit because you gotta understand he was like. He basically created overtime. Yeah. He's like the reason overtime exists because of all his high school mixtapes. He was in all American dunk contest. He was in the college dunk contest. He's like, yeah. he's a veteran. He's a dunker. Yeah. yeah. And like, again, I'm fine with him in it. It's the Jacob Toppin. Yeah. Or, yeah it's, I mean, let's be real. If you and I were able to dunk, I think we would dunk at least 25 times a day yeah. if we were able to. Yeah. Well, yeah. Also. Hell, I mean. Like, he's literally only two inches Hell, I was trying to get you to record me dunking on a nine-foot goal last and summer. <laughs> <laughs> this man was dunking the entire time, and then as soon as I put that record button on, <laughs> this motherfucker couldn't hit a single dunk. Dude, he was pulling hamstrings. <laughs> oh, God. And I was jam- I was flying around. He with was, no, he was with, cocking that issue. Yeah, when no camera was on, I was flying around. As soon as he pressed record, rim stuff. Dunk. Rim stuff. <laughs> Getting his shoulder cocked. Yep, off the back. Iron, oh shit, yeah, it was tough. Oh, it was tough, but um, all right, let's get into this NFL preview stuff and wrap up. Yeah, I do want to first off say shout out to PFF because I use a lot of their grades, I use a lot shout of their out to trackers. Oh, yeah. Uh, shout out to CBS Sports because I use them kind of for some draft ranking stuff. Because, and, and, and before we start, shout out to the best co host in the world. My guy has literally been working all fucking weekend, yeah. like all. All day, like yeah, I've not seven, se- to, seven to eleven. <laughs> yes, like I've not seen this dude in like a week, yeah. and he was working. He worked Friday too, right? Yeah, I worked Friday night, uh, six to ten thirty. No, six to eleven thirty because I got to eat at twelve. Yeah, worked Friday, yeah. Friday night, Saturday, Saturday night. I see him at like eleven. What was it like? Eleven p.m. on Saturday night. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hey, bro, you alive? You're like. Yeah. I'm going to wake up at 7 tomorrow and go to another set tomorrow. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Works all day Sunday. I didn't. I don't think I – well, I think I said hello late Sunday night. Yeah. And then, yeah, worked all day today. And I'm like, yeah. 
I, the first thing Rick Rodney said, I was like, dude, thank you. I have no idea who you're live, but yeah. thank you. Well, and you dude, still come with this shit. But to make matters worse, so the reason I've had to like kind of be out longer than I wanted to, so Wednesday, Valentine's Day, uh, I'm obviously, I'm literally oh, about the, to turn into Tell Kroger. me about the flat tire shit. Oh, yeah, no, okay. we're, yeah. just get ready, because right, we haven't it. seen each other, so we might as well just do <laughs> yeah. this. Like, um, I forgot, it's been Wednesday. Yeah. yeah, it's been a while. So, Valentine's Day, I'm, I get off work, Lee and I have reservations in like an hour and a half, cool. So, I'm on, I'm literally at the light at uh, Houston Levy and Poplar, so I'm literally about to turn into this Kroger, go get some roses and stuff, just... Because I already had everything else planned. Being romantic and Well, shit. she sends a text, or she's blowing up my phone, but I'm already on the phone with, like, my dad or something. She's blowing up my phone, and then she just texts, tire tire blue, stranded on the side of the road, I need you to come pick me up. And I'm like, Dad, I got to call you back. <laughs> Let me, I got to figure this out. So, she I go ahead and just. the worst look. Oh, I know, dude. But it, it's construction. I, I I lost tires in it's construction. It's so sad. Um, I hate it for her. Yeah, I mean, she don't pay for it. Her dad mm-hmm. pays for it. But yeah, anyway, so I turn on to Houston Levy because I'm like, she probably was on 269 anyways. Like, let me just, let me go get her. She is all the way in Lakeland. Oh, like, God. eight, you know where your yeah. house is? Like, yeah. right there by 269? That's exit three. She's 15 exits oh, past Oh, my that. Lord. So I'm like, oh, geez, we're going to be late for our reservations. Probably so, an hour drive out there. Oh, bro, it took me 40 minutes to get out there because <laughs> oh, of where I God. was. Like, if I had found out at Briarcrest, I could have went a different And I know route. you're just steaming. Oh, dude, I didn't care. But I was sitting there, <laughs> I was like, I'm like, hey, call your dad, go ahead and tell him, ask him where we're dropping it off. We need to get a tow truck ready. Like, we got to do all this quick because we got hour till reservations i get to her she's already got the tow truck figured out and everything oh we're hell figured, yeah oh yeah dude we were clutching this up so she figures all that out we get that taken care of he's the dude's gonna get there but we were like hey we put the key here because we have reservations move on i run in change in like five seconds go back downstairs because i was wearing like khakis and tennis shoes to go to work or whatever so we go to have a good night at dinner the food was delicious uh shout out uh via castriati i don't know if you've ever had that but it's it's delicious. And that it's not that sounds either. like anything that sounds like that name yeah. is probably. Oh, I mean, dude, we each got two entrees, and I got deer, so I got veal uh, at this place. So that you know that's expensive. Hell yeah. Um, and she got a like a lasagna thing, um, and we split. We kind of halved them both. I had we had uh, sweet teas and stuff, and then we also got a dessert, and I spent a hundred something bucks with tax. Like it's not Hell expensive. Yeah. Like you could go to a steak place and you're spending, if you get two Easily. meals, two meals, two sweet teas and a de- dessert, you're spending 200 yes. at steak places. So I love that place and it's super good food and they're quick with it too. So we do that. Then we go by target. Cause we're like, Hey, let's, let's have a little movie night or whatever. So we, uh, my candles were out. So we did all that and everything, but yeah. planning the car thing. So her car's obviously in the shop. So I'm like, here, take my car. Cause I got to go to Bethany's in the morning in Lewisburg. So my sister works in, uh, kind of by our house in Olive Branch or whatever. But, uh, so my dad's like, Hey, come pick up the blue car. Dude, dude every, like, <clears throat> there's a lot of people that aren't from here. Like every town this dude is naming is literally like 30, 45 minutes away from each other. 45 <laughs> yeah. minutes away from each other. And also from our apartment. Yes. Um, uh, luckily we kind of are centralized yeah, to yeah. everywhere that yeah. I had to go in this past Five, six days. So Nowhere is close to these towns, your name. But you remember Julianne's old car mm-hmm. that she used to drive around? Because she's been driving my mom's car. Well, that car Is that the one she picked us up in the airport in? Yes, that okay. rickety old thing. Yeah, dude. Um, so my dad goes, hey, just spent 250 bucks to put a new battery in this car. It should work for you. Just go ahead and put that Should's the key verb. So this car has 240,000 miles on it, and That's it's a 2006. 
Um, so I'm driving that while Leah takes my car to go to work. Cause luckily it kind of worked out to where she had to be in Olive Branch uh-huh. to show a house or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I got Bethany's car and then I, again, it worked out cause we had to go pick up her lumber package and everything. And on top of that, I'm still having to work at Briarcrest. Mm-hmm. So doing that back and forth that Thursday night, my parents and Julianne, my little sister go to the show because I didn't have to work that night cause I was running out of hours. So I didn't work that night, but they go to the show on the way home. My dad's car breaks down. Mm. And my dad's had his, my dad's a company car, obviously, so it's not our problem, but like it is our problem because that's one less car and right. I already have one car. And Julie's car is going to Nashville to go to a concert with Maddie K. So we're down cars and my dad's car is total. Like they're, they're trashing it. They're getting him a new car in like two weeks or whatever. But so I had to go pick him up to go build the set. And then I'm there from set. I got, I left in here at seven, got to him about 7 30. We were building from eight to 5 30. I come back here, put on clothes, go to Briarcrest 6 to 10.30, do it all again at 7 a.m. the next morning. Um, And then today, I get up because he's like, hey, I'm going to go do my stores real quick because I know we got one more thing Mm -hmm. to finish on the set. Um, And so I go pick him up at the house, and he goes, hey, we got to go pick up my rental – or like the car I'm using before I get my new car. So I go all the way out to effing Bartlett. Hell no. We pick up that car. And then we drive all the way around to 269 and come back to Lewisburg. And I just looked at him. I said, do you know how crazy it is that of all the cars that are broke down? Oh, shit. I skipped a part. <laughs> so our vet, our good buddy Alex is like, hey, do you want some help? I know you're doing all this set this week. And I was like, dude, I would happily have you come help. My dad has to leave to go to work on Sunday. So Alex comes out. His truck breaks down. Hell no. So three vehicles this week break down, all newer than this 2006 Chevrolet Trailblazer that is a piece of doo-doo. And I looked at my dad today and I said, how in the hell did we survive five days with three cars down and the Chevrolet Trailblazer is the one that's still alive and kicking? It was a crazy week. but How is... What... It what was happened? a break. It was a break thing, but he's already got it fixed. What was the break thing? Because you know I've had break problems. Yeah, you've had break problems before, but like we literally left to go get food. I'm eating food at like 3 p.m. Bro. and I'm just starving, and at the point where I'm like delirious. That is crazy. And so, but his car like locked up, and he was like, uh, "It was a bad wheel bearing." Is oh. all he said. So luck- that luckily it wasn't much, but like for Leah to have to have four new tires put on her car. Alex has a new wheel bearing, and then my dad's car is gone. <laughs> like, it was a crazy week. Crazy week. And bro's still here. And we still got the set finished. And, and set's finished, and bro's still here. Set's finished. Topic. And honestly, I did this before I left to go to work today, and I'm glad I did. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I did. But I say all that to say I love what we do, Hell and yeah. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, and to here. keep some NFL going, I'm coming with – off-season guides to every team. I'm basically going to tell you their pending free agents, or at least the ones that are notable. I'm going to give you their biggest needs to kind of make them a good team, aim for that Lombardi. And I'm going to tell you first-round draft targets that I like. Mm -hmm. All right, so we're obviously starting with the team that just hoisted the Lombardi, the Kansas City Chiefs. They have a big free agent coming. You have Chris Jones, Legereus Need, and Drew Tranquil. Um, the way I've seen it playing out is, like, they're probably going to franchise tag Legereus Need because it's cheaper. And they already franchise tag Chris Jones this past year to play. So I think they franchise tag Legereus and try to work out a long-term deal with him. But they definitely are probably going to try to work out a two-, three-year deal with Chris Jones. Mm-hmm. That's at least ideal situation. If somehow you don't get them, a lot of this needs kind of change. But they for sure need a wide receiver. 
I mean, that, that's the most obvious <laughs> yeah. thing, and I'd go in the first round, guys. They're so good at drafting there. I think that's where you start with the wide receiver position. You don't need to go out and get a Devontae Adams or any no. big-name guy. Patrick Mahomes doesn't need a lot. Just go out and get another Rasheed sure Rice. Yes. Yeah, just get another yes. sure-handed guy so you don't have to have Kadarius Toney as a third or Miko Hardman as a third. Just yeah. like I know Miko Hardman won the Super Bowl. But that was the best thing he's done all year. He fumbled yeah. in the – And that was yeah, it was the best catch he had. He, I mean, the, he almost lost in the Baltimore game. Yeah, so. and the, the Buffalo game because yeah. he fumbled on the goal line. Yeah, Like, exactly. I mean, they – and I literally wrote – in their biggest needs, I said, find a wide receiver. I, I think you could add some tackles. To yes, I, I said, find a bargain bin linebacker O-line because they have killed it with uh, Creed Humphrey and then the Trey Smith in like the back of the fifth round. And then you've kind of makeshifted the offensive tackles the last couple of years. They, there's some good – this is a deep offensive line class, in my opinion, and the deep wide receiver. So, yes. for their needs to be offensive line and wide receiver, it is absolutely perfect and couldn't match up. Better. And I still can't believe this team led the league in drops and led the league in penalties and, and they're, won the Super won the Bowl. Super Bowl. It's yeah, wild. Facts. So, a couple first-round targets, and I only have wide receivers here because I think it'd be a crime to not get a wide receiver in the back mm-hmm. of the first round. You're obviously not getting the Marvin Harrison. You're not getting Roma Dunze, and You're not getting Malik Neighbors. But – I think you can get one of the Texas guys in Adonai Mitchell, the former yeah. Georgia guy. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. He's similar to Rasheed Rice, though. He's six four. Um, he's probably only going to run like a five or four five, maybe back of the four fours. But he's a sure-handed guy. I would love him. And then Xavier Worthy, if you can get him. Yes, I love that. And then the one I personally think they should go after is Brian Thomas Jr. from LSU, six five, two hundred. That's what four, I think. They, four. Yes, big physical. Or Keon Coleman. Guy. Yeah. I do like Keon. Coleman. I'm about to he's say Keon Coleman. Of. I love his frame is incredible. Yes. You know, like before he went to Florida State, the only reason I know this because he was one of the first athletes to follow me on Instagram, and I would click. On it, I was like, this motherfucker plays both basketball and football. And it wasn't just like basketball for anybody. He was playing for Tom Izzo at Michigan State and starting that receiver for Michigan State. He was on those Mel, was it Mel Tucker? Mel Tucker, yeah. Mel Tucker, Michigan State. The re- good ones. Yeah, the good like team. like eight and four teams. And then playing for Tom Izzo in the yeah. winter. It's crazy. Yeah. Keon and, Coleman is is a physical, physical guy. And like and his legs huge. are like yes. tree trunks. Bro. He's huge. And he... Him and Brian Thomas, if you're wanting a guy that's definitely a red zone threat, because yeah. Rasheed Rice really isn't your red zone threat. He's your mm-hmm. run-after-catch guy. Mm-hmm. But both of those guys are 6'4 or bigger, 200 pounds, and they can run, yeah. and they jump for the ball. Like Brian Thomas, dude, with Jaden Daniels, mm-hmm. in that LSU game – or that Ole Miss LSU game, that dude was cooking people. Yeah. Cooking people. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was just – I mean, granted, the quarterback had a lot to do with it. But, again, if you go play with Patrick Mahomes – and you can get that much separation, you're good. Yeah, exactly. You're good. So, I think – And if they want some sixth, seventh-round offensive tackle depth, another Get test. your boy. Get, <laughs> get your a little boy. Christian Jones. I I didn't go that far, but <laughs> know, Christian know, Jones – And that's the thing. Like, <laughs> I'm this, just going to bring up his name. But this line class is really good. It's yeah, subtly it really good. And there's going to be – I'm telling you, the reason I didn't put one here is because I don't know how the run's going to play out because there's a lot of teams that need offensive mm-hmm. line depth. There's going to be a run on guys, yeah. especially versatile guys. There's a few guys. I mentioned one of them, especially for the 49ers, who I'll hit on in a second. But there's a couple guys that can play offensive tackle or guard, which yes. the Chiefs would love that. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs would love that. So moving on to the San Francisco 49ers, who obviously came up one win short. Their pending free agents really aren't that much. It's Chase Young and Devon, Javon Kinlaw. Don't resign either mm-hmm. of them, in my opinion. Their biggest needs are cornerback and offensive line. Trent Williams ain't getting any younger. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's be honest. And your all, your interior offensive line was just not great. Um, they made it work because you have a guy named Chris McCaffrey and you have play action like nobody's business because of Christian McCaffrey. But definitely get some interior offensive linemen. And they need linebacker depth. And the reason I put this one was because 
of how the Super Bowl played out. I mean, we watched Dre Greenlaw go down, and then Patrick Mahomes just constantly picked on whoever was at linebacker guarding Travis mm-hmm. Kelsey. I mean, Travis Kelsey went from two catches, Dre Greenlaw tears his Achilles on the field, and then Travis Kelsey ends the game nine for ninety-eight. Yes, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get some more linebacker depth because you can't have that big of a drop off. But round one targets, I only have two dudes, and I think I can see both of these dudes just being an instant fit. And it's Quinion Mitchell out of Toledo. He's a guy that had an insane senior bowl cornerback. A little Maction. A little Maction. You know I love the Mac. And then Graham Barton is just like a 49er offensive lineman if I've ever seen mm-hmm. one. He's a Duke guy, 6'6", left tackle, but he can easily play left guard. And I think he'd be an awesome, like, similar to what the Cowboys did with Tyler Smith when they drafted him clearly to be Tyron Smith's successor, but they played him at left guard to kind of get his technique under wraps, yeah. and then he turned get into the best the left, left guard. Yeah. I think Graham Barton would be a very similar, and I think he could be in that 30 range. So like those two guys, it's they don't have much to – Spin. They're so go probably going to lose Brandon Ayuk in free agency as well. Yeah, I think they his had, price tag's gotten way too big. The because they can franchise tag him, but we'll see. I didn't do franchise tag guys because I didn't want to deal yeah, with all that. I, but. I think I think you can write. Yeah, Ayuk, <laughs> yeah. Much, I pencil him out of there. But the next team, it's not the worst thing in the world to still have Debo Samuel and Christian oh, McCaffrey. Yeah. And then they had. I mean, Jawan Johnson has been a stud Juwan, for them. Juwan or Jennings. Jennings, thank you, not Johnson. Dude, he would have like, like he was. Penciled in a Super Bowl MVP, they won that. Because, I mean, to throw a touchdown and catch it, too. Like, he he made big-time plays. He made big-time plays. First time to throw and catch a touchdown since? <sighs> Give me a year. Oh, shit, I don't remember. I just remember this uh, trick play has a Oh, was it Nick Foles? It. it was Nick Foles. That's what I thought. <laughs> really so, was that 2018? Yeah, I think it okay, was. Okay, I was going to say 2018, but I didn't want to throw you off completely. Yeah. And you'd be like, Jared Goff didn't no. do shit. Because I, I think Pat had said that, so that Nick Foles was yeah, crazy. Yeah, Nick Foles was the other one. Uh, the next team in the Baltimore Ravens, they have a lot of free agents. Uh, both running By backs. By the way, this is perfect how you're doing this. I figured it would be simple enough yeah, to – This is perfect. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to go too deep to it. But uh, Baltimore Ravens have a lot. J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards are both free agents. OBJ is a free agent. Patrick Queen, Justin Matabuke, Davian Clowney, and Geno Stone, who's one of their starting safeties. They're losing a, a lot, and they're also losing uh, left guard Kevin Zeitler. This, this team, their best shot at the Super Bowl was this year. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, and this is the worst Kansas City will be. Exactly. Facts. And that's um, a bad thing for Buffalo. It's a bad thing for uh, Baltimore. And Joe Burrow is going to have something to say next year. Joe yeah. Burrow is going to have something to say because that team's just gonna, only going to get better. Yeah, for sure. Um, even with or without T. Yes. Higgins, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they'll be later down mm-hmm. the road. But the needs, I really put it, find a way to keep Justin Matabuke, the D tackle. He had an exceptional year, and he's ranked on PFF as like the number six overall free agent. Mm-hmm. And Chris Jones is obviously number one. If somehow Kansas City doesn't re-sign him, go find a way to get Chris Jones. If that's the Baltimore Ravens, you got to get another D tackle yeah. like Justin Matabuke or Chris Jones. But I said find a bargain bin running back. You can do that in the draft. Um, and then I said Paris yeah, Stellar. There's, there, poor J.K. Dobbins. All this yeah, shit happens to him in a contract here. He's going to be a free agent. I'd be shocked he get picked, picked yeah, up anywhere. Yeah. He yeah. might get picked up by one of those teams that's like, you know yeah. what, let's give this guy a chance. Packed. He'll come in as fourth round mm-hmm. or the fourth running back yeah. if he has a yeah, stellar camp. Season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I said find another wide receiver because OBJ was ranked, I don't remember what weeks it was, but he, him and Tyreek Hill were number one at like wide receiver grades from like – 
a six-week span mm-hmm. later in the year. So he caught on. So if they can get him for cheap, bring him back. But you need to get another guy to pair with Zay Flowers because Zay Flowers is here to stay. You need to get another guy to kind of open up this offense a lot more. I don't know if it's going to help Lamar. I really don't. He won MVP this year. But they need to get another receiver. Um, and so the guys that I put were Adonai Mitchell um, and Keon Coleman because mm-hmm. I like them. But I think they're going to go edge and probably – replaced Jadavian Clowney because Jadavian Clowney had a like career year mm-hmm. this year with them. I think they're going to probably look for a guy like Braylon Trice out of Washington. I but so. those are some of their round one targets. Detroit, final one. Uh, the only free agents that I saw of note were Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, who I say let walk because uh, you have Brian Branch, who he had missed, a great rookie yeah, season. Yeah, he missed most of the year, too. Exactly. Definitely keep Jonah Jackson, who's one of their guards. Your offensive line was the best in football, and that's why you were where you were. you got to keep that intact at all costs. Um, they have a lot of money to spend. So I, I think they should go big game hunting. you got guys like Chris Jones, Daniil Hunter, Matt Abuke, who we just mentioned. Or if you want to not even spend it on defensive linemen, go get a corner if LeJarius Sneed doesn't get signed. No. Like, this team needs more defensive help. You have the mm-hmm. money, throw it at somebody. Exactly. See what, see if it catches. If it doesn't, mm-hmm. all right, draft and move on. Let's try to find it. But And looking at the NFC, bro, like Eagles, yes. I'm not scared Take of. advantage. Dallas, the fact that they have an exit that they have, and there's really yeah. no changes. In fact, they may have gotten worse with Dan Quinn now gone. I like Mike Zimmer, though. Mike Zimmer's cool, but it's just baffling that you have an ending that embarrassing. Oh, no, I agree. And – Nothing changes. I know. I know. I, as an NFC, I think the Lions can make another Super Bowl like caliber run. Yeah, no, NFC I totally championship agree. like they did. Like, and that's why I'm saying you have money and you have guys like Aiden Hutchinson. You have Jack Campbell, the linebacker, had a decent rookie year. He didn't obviously nothing to the Sam Laportas or the Brian Branches or Jameer Gibbs of the world. But then you have Brian Branch. Like you have pieces in place. Just fill around mm-hmm. them. Like get get bodies at this point. So I think. Throw your, throw your money at somebody and see if it catches. If it doesn't, all right, you're good. You have that money for next year. Okay. Like, I just think throw it at a Daniil Hunter, throw it at a Chris Jones, throw it at a Matt Abuke, Legereus Need. Just throw it at whoever, and if it catches, it's great. Right. It's a great fit mm-hmm. for you because Aiden Hutchinson played – he was awesome yep. in every facet. Their needs are, in my opinion, corner and D-line or edge. Um, and not necessarily like a nose guard they have that. They just need like a three technique that can blitz, which is yeah. why a Chris Jones would be – exceptional for mm-hmm. them. Uh, but the guys that I think they could look at in round one, similar to the Chiefs, Quinion Mitchell out of Toledo. He's he's my favorite corner not named. Uh, uh, who's the dude that's going to go really high? He's, he's one of my favorite corners. Then I had both Alabama guys and Terrion Arnold and Kool-Aid McKinstry and then Cooper DeJean. I could see them falling in love with another Big Ten guy. Sure. Um, and then I did have Jerzon Newton out of Illinois or Brian Murphy out of Texas. Those are D linemen. Mm-hmm. Those are rushers. And I think they could excel in Detroit. I just think Detroit's going to need to flood everything they have on defense. Your offense is not bad. And it's going to be the same next year. And we got to see Jamison Williams finally start playing more, give him a full offseason of no distractions. And that offense might even take another step. I don't know. But you don't need to switch anything with the offense except keep your offense line intact. You need to flood every asset you have this offseason in the defense. 100% agree. So that's the first four. And I'll probably knock out the playoff teams rather quick, and I'll just do two for most of the weeks leading up. But we have nine weeks until the – Yeah, we can chip away too. Yeah. I think that was perfect. You establish your needs, what they need, and great. Appreciate it, Crip. While having car problems. While while working working my asshole. I'll send you pictures. While being a boyfriend of the year, taking a girl to dinner, even though they had to get a tow truck involved, they still (laughs) made the reservation. Show did. Five minutes. Young men, you better be taking notes. 
You better be taking down. Flowers do go a long way. I didn't get her flowers this year because she said since you had to come all the way out to Lakeland, you don't have to give me flowers. I said, I appreciate that. Hell yeah. That's yeah, eight less dollars I have to go spend. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I ran into a kid at Starbucks today. I, He was like a high school kid. Yeah. And it was tight. I was like, hey, bro, is anybody sitting there? He's like, wait. He's like, you do social media? I was like, yeah. He plays for MHEA. He watches our podcast. Yeah. He plays high school basketball at MHEA. He's That's senior dope. year, about to go to Memphis. He's um, going for journalism and sports. Writing. I was like, bro, you're already going to have a lot bigger head start. Than yes, like, facts. And he, he loves what he's doing. He loves the show. So shout out to him. Shout out. Can't remember bro's name, but shout out to him. Dude, we're, I'm so bad at names, I too, am too. Bro even said his name, but it's like whenever I'm meeting folks, like they'll tell me their name, and I'm like, I'm worried about how I'm going to say my name, even though, like, I know my name. You know what I'm saying? It's like, why the hell am I worried about saying Jack when yeah. I know my name? You know? They, they already know it. And then yeah. once they say it, I'm like, oh, shit, what the hell did he just say? It's just also one of those things that, like, yeah. I feel like with names, unless I, like, see your face and, like, get it registered back and everything, mm-hmm. like, there's just so much going on that I'm hell always yeah, going to forget dude. something. Yeah. It's always going to forget something. Crazy. I'm loving this new schedule, by the way. I am, too. I'm loving this new schedule. And it's relaxing. I'm having yes. to, like, rush from work. Exactly. To <laughs> yeah, dude. I, we should have switched a long time ago. I'm glad we did it now. I yeah. think I'm going to, um, once we wrap up here, I think I'm going to make a little announcement video, post on Instagram, TikTok, just so everybody knows. But last video did well. Yeah, the in the... Uh, community posted well too I saw, yeah. that, I saw that it flooded a lot too i'm so. gonna start doing that because i posted it on both mine and that one so i'm and, just gonna flood it and yeah. the links and the tiktoks now too i saw yes. those and i was yeah, like those are clutch unlocked, those bro. are clutch whenever those shorts do good it can just go yes. like take them right to the long and the fact that it's gonna be in 4k too it's gonna be it's gonna Facts. be tight man it's Facts. gonna be tight but y'all make sure to keep leaving a like and subscribing on the right way to 10k here let's get there let's get there in a month i don't care i'm getting i'm getting ambitious let's get there in a month let's <laughs> why a month Let's get there in a week. Five days. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> Friday show. I'm kidding. <laughs> we will be back. This is uh, releasing Tuesday at 10 a.m. Y'all be sure if if you can't watch us on YouTube, you know, we're on Spotify. We're on Apple. We're on wherever you get your podcasts. And Friday at 10 a.m. We'll be right back here. The NBA season will be back intact. Until then, y'all have a great, great week. And we'll see you here on Friday. Peace. Go Grizz.